Hello, and welcome to this week's look at action on film. In 1978, Superman the movie hit the screens and changed the entire superhero genre once and for all. The worry with every movie is that the first one is magnificent, and the sequel is often utter dirge from start to finish. But luckily... Superman 2. The adventure continues with the three villains from Krypton. Each one with the same powers as Superman. Each one dedicated to violence against mankind. Think of it. Three super villains. Or four if you count him twice. The adventure continues in Paris with Lois Lane. I believe this is your floor. And the romance continues. The adventure continues in Washington. The world is on the brink of destruction. Superman, can you hear me? And Metropolis is in ruins. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Superman! General, would you care to step outside? Revenge! 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 And now we're cooking, huh? One's just as strong as Superman. If you've only seen the first part, you haven't seen the best part. The adventure continues in Superman 2. Superman 2 was filmed back-to-back with the first one, and the stunt coordinator team of Alf Joint and Vic Armstrong remained in charge of the action. They were joined on this occasion by Paul Weston. As with any big-budget picture that gets a sequel, you have to be worried that you may have peaked too soon. But these guys never had a doubt. The opening sequence is a great example of bringing in the cream of British stunt performers and having them wait for trouble up the Eiffel Tower. Mark Boyle plays the head of the French attack force sent in to overpower the bombers, who are about to blow up the world-famous monument. Terry Walsh, Rocky Taylor and Paul Weston are all assigned various roles in the sequence before Superman comes in to save Lois and take the bomb-laden elevator into space, allowing it to explode in safety. Or so he thinks.
I believe this is your floor. Oh, thank God. How'd I get myself into this? Oh. Are you all right? Uh-huh. A bomb! The, there's a bomb up there. They've got I a know. bomb. thing you can't take away from the stunt guys on this picture is teamwork. It's an overused phrase and everyone relies on it at one time or another, but you can see each of the coordinators working very closely with their performers to make sure they're happy and that the director is happy with the final shot. Point in case is the White House sequence. Our three villains have landed and demand to see the president. Some of the troops have been deployed to intercept the trio, only to be disposed of one by one. An example of this has stuntman Stuart Fell, <laughs> yes, a great name for a stuntman, I'm sure you'll agree, being thrown across the room by Non, played by ex-wrestler Jack O'Halloran. As with many fights, the actor has just to sell the gag. In this instance, Stuart does all the hard work. He simply jumps onto a mini trampoline placed out of shot, dives above Jack's head and Jack puts his arms up to make enough contact with Stuart's body to give the impression that he's throwing him across the room. Another moment in this sequence has stuntman Nick Hobbs being thrown through the wall of a corridor outside the Oval Office. Now, firstly, the scene requires Non to grab Nick, who's playing a Secret Service agent, up by the scruff of his neck and lift him off his feet. Well, this was done with a simple in-camera gag. Nick stands on a seesaw, and when he's grabbed, somebody stands on the other end, lifting him into the air. The next shot requires Nick to crash through the prop wall, and again, a mini trampoline was used. He jumps, bounces, flies into the air, where once again, Jack reacts accordingly. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
whilst we're in the White House, let's hear from stuntman Jim Dowdle, who played one of the security guards, as he tells us about an injury he picked up filming this scene, which has remained with him ever since. Funnily enough, the, uh, the, the, the gag which affected me for the rest of my life was on Superman 2, and I had to do a... Um, it's, it's in the corridor sequence in the White House, and the supervillains have come through the... Oh, yeah. They come through the White House roof, right. and we're the sort of security guards running around being thrown about left, right, and yeah. center. And I had to be grabbed by Sarah Douglas and thrown over her head, sort of with, with no effort at all, yeah. seemingly. And, um, and the idea is that she throws me over her head, and Bill Weston is standing against a window mm -hmm. and I hit him upside down so my effectively my head is down by his ankles and yes. I'm, I'm hitting him in the face of my bum and we go through this breakaway window right so I had to come off a rostrum onto a mini tramp and then bounce over her and she just does the motion with her arm right and then hit Bill and what happened was I I'd re we'd rehearsed this in the band room at Pinewood several times and, and you know that was good you know, I got the hang of it. But what happened was when I hit the trampette, it, it was it was a very slidey floor, supposed to be the corridor, and the trampette actually slid backwards as I hit it, and I didn't get the distance. Uh, but of course, I was expecting Bill to catch me, so I didn't have my hands out to break my fall. So I literally landed from about six or seven feet straight onto my under the top of my head, and that um, impacted two vertebrae possibly three in my neck and that's the trouble that I've had for to the rest of my life to this day you still have yeah oh yeah absolutely that's the cause of all the pain that I have and I don't you know I, it sounds melodramatic but every single day I wake up in pain from that now on dry days it's fine but on wet days and in the winter I can tell you when it's going to rain because my neck starts to ache and I start getting headaches so that was a you know, and there's nobody to blame. It's just one of those experiences that you learn by. Oh, not the sort of thing you do twice. Or not the sort of thing well, you think I'm. I'm not going to do that again. Preferably not. But you know, it was Vic Armstrong, was, and, and Vic drives a very tight ship, and he just says, "Right, get in there." And if you fall on your head, and you go, "Right, bugger off, bring the next bloke in." Right. You know. Yeah. But it, what happened? I can't even remember whether it's ever in the film. I think it is in the picture. But it is in the Bill, picture. bless his heart. Uh, and he's dead now and yeah. he was one of my best mates uh, but he was constitutionally late for everything and he was late there if he'd taken two paces forward because he saw what was happening but we'd rehearsed it and he stayed where he was and so I, I landed on my head and then flipped over and sort of hit him in the nuts with my feet but by that time I, I was, you know yeah. This is a tale of the supernatural The Tapes A podcast of the uncanny do you believe in ghosts? Join me, host Christopher Goldie, and guests as we discuss the best in unsettling television and film. Who is this? Who is coming? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for at the Tapes Pod, part of the Pod Dojo Network. Some shots in the picture require very clever set building. I refer to the scene where Non fights Superman underground the Metropolis street. He's punched so hard that he flies upward and through the street above and continues on the same trajectory through a nearby building where people can be seen in their office. 
Instead of Non flying vertically through the set, the stuntman Paul Weston performs a fall through the set to a box rig below. The set is built at such an angle that it requires the stunt performers and the office workers to be attached to the floor of the set. Now, if you remember in the original Superman movie, a cat burglar can be seen scaling the outside of the building only to be stopped in his tracks by Superman who is standing on the building in front of him. In the office, a man works at his desk and gives a double take, while that man was stuntman George Leach, who's sitting at a desk which is clamped to the wall of the set, and he is strapped into his chair so he couldn't fall out, thus giving the impression it's a perfectly normal office scenario. Well, that's it for this week. More on Friday with the YouTube episode, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you don't already do so. This podcast is brought to you in association with those lovely people from the Pod Dojo Network, and you can find out more about all their other podcasts by clicking the link below. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>